Um, on Monday night, alleged gang boss Jerome Boyson, uh, who, sh- who shot and badly wounded another out, uh, outburst of violence. Uh, this has um, basically um, has the entire community um, in a very, very tense situation. Uh, they held a meeting tonight to address this. Joining us now on the line is Imran uh, Mukudam, and he is um, a community member, as I said, and he's actually part of the community policing forum. Thanks so much for, for chatting to us uh, tonight, Imran. Thank you for having me and, and to the listeners' get talk. Um, good evening. I, I assume it's been a, a very eventful and a, and a very tense uh, past few days for you guys. But let's talk about the, the meeting. It, it was called to basically address the ongoing gang, gang violence gripping the community. Why was this meeting called? What were the objectives? And then and essentially what were the key issues raised earlier? Well, we, we, we did have a very fruitful meeting. The outcome, um, you know, um, the reason for the meeting was that we... Um, we've been going through this really traumatic two weeks. And um, so we call this meeting as the CPF in order to mobilize uh, our community and to see how many good people in Alcizova is prepared to come and join uh, and put their shoulder to the wheel and, and try and make a difference. Um, so the response has been quite good. We had uh, about 80 people at the meeting mm-hmm. and um, the input was fantastic um, people are um, n- lots of uh, positive input that we got tonight um, we're also reeling under the disappearance of uh, Courtney Peters so we've got a missing child on top of the mass shooting um, in the same week so so it's really a, a difficult um, time for us as a community and we now need strong leadership and um, the message that we as the CPF really um, put across tonight, this evening, was that we can't do this on our own. The police can't do it on their own. Uh, we need a community to fix this. We can't do this um, haphazardly and in isolation. We need everybody to unite. And and we need to really um, start working to, to make a difference and, and get Elsie's River out of the strain of terror that we are um, reeling under. Um, when, when it comes to the, the general feeling uh, on the ground in the community, as you said, um, there are, are many things happening and now uh, a minor is, is, is missing. So I think it just adds fire to the fuel. What is the general feeling um, coming from the community members, not necessarily the, the, the police and, and, and the bodies um, aiding for this? And like you said, essentially when it comes to issues and addressing issues like this and looking for a solution, um, it's going to be a case of all these parties and more importantly, the the community members on the ground pulling forces together and, and, and helping to find a solution? Well, the, the big thing for the community is the, the breakdown of the social fabric. So they, they are really saying that there's no jobs. The young people, young children are, are at home. They are restless. There's nothing to occupy. And there's no skill centers. There's a lack of NGOs and civil society in the area. Um, there's a total um, lack of um, opportunities for young people from Elsie's River. So they're saying that there's a lot of contributory factors that are not necessarily crime-related. There is social issues that need to be looked at in order to to, 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 to fix this. Um, so I think the input, especially from uh, some of the pastors, uh, 
on the church level is is um, you know you can inspire hope, but you have to. If you look at the youth unemployment in South Africa, if you look mm. at the the uh, drug addiction issues, you, you, you've got a, a, a you see a powder keg of different uh, social elements that contributing to it. And then added to this is this huge uh, you know conflict between rival gangs and warlords and um, the proliferation of firearms in the community they want to know where all these firearms are coming from because we've always had these issues uh for the past probably 50 years on the cape flats you've had gangsterism you've had the uh drug abuse you've had the social ills but you've never had so much firearms in the hands of of such young children um with so much violence hmm. I think it's it's very sad to see this and, and to actually hear this. But like you said, um, there are, are social issues um, through the board and across the board um, in South Africa that needs to be addressed because um, I feel like it, it acts as um, allowance for, for, for kids who are sitting um, without jobs or without something to do and then they venture into these things. So what were the solutions put forward at this meeting tonight? Well... Some of the solutions from our side as, as the as the CPF is to, to for communities to start joining our structures such as street committees, neighborhood watches, block committees, uh, sector forums, saying that um, the more we can mobilize on the ground into into organized formations, the more we'll be able to combat crime by being the eyes and the ears of the police. So that's one aspect of it is mobilizing and organizing. The other is finding alternatives for youth, um, skills development centers, uh, you know, investment in the youth. And then thirdly, we we need to really get the police to police and uh, we need to get the uh, police to, to find where these guns are coming from and find uh, what is fueling this... Uh, this ongoing um, low-intensity civil war that we experience as a community. Mm. And and will there be any more meetings to to address the, this topic? Um, I, I think it's necessary to 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 keep the momentum going, especially if you, if you've got the community and all the all the role players together um, tonight to, to sort of continue this conversation and to look for those solutions. So, what are the plans going forward? No, most definitely, we we having another workshop for the best part of Saturday um, where we'll be um, having a workshop on neighborhood watches now to form neighborhood watches to legislate the framework the uh, the requirements and so on and then so that would be another uh, initiative on our part as uh, the CPF to try and get uh, community involved and then we'll, we're going to, we're going to reignite our sector forums which is I think uh, the most important uh, tool that we have in terms of sector policing so that your sector forums are, are, are strong. At the moment, um, we're not able to maintain the momentum in terms of organizing our sector forums. And the sector forums is, is the, the main avenue through which we channel funds from the Department of Community Safety to do projects on the ground. And I think the projects on the ground, holiday programs, youth day programs, soccer tournaments and stuff like that, that we do organize and if we can do more of that, um, you know, will, and in conjunction, especially in conjunction with the police, uh, importantly, we've got to 
rebuild the trust relationship between the community and the police. And at the moment, we have a situation where young children of five, six, seven, eight years old, they don't see the police as their friend. They see police as the enemy because of this gang culture that we experience and that they are exposed to. So the only way we can undo that is to have events where, for instance, the police are seen as a friend, where mm. you have interventions on the ground, where police are interacting, especially with young children and with youth. So youth camps is one of the alternatives that we're looking at. Uh, but there has to be direct contact between the community and the police members so that the trust relationship can be rebuilt. This was all input that came through tonight, very constructive, um, in that um, un- unless we can rebuild that trust relationship and also the, the, the reality of, of corruption in the police and that uh, sensitive information sometimes uh, does not get handled properly mm. and then the informants do get exposed and witnesses are taken out so all of these concerns are real, but on the other hand, we also need to um, work collectively to, 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 to get our community to see the police and the state as, as the friend of the people because they serve the people mm. and the community is not the enemy. And, and the enemy, the real enemy, is the criminal elements that are the minority, and that also came through very strongly in tonight's meeting was that you've got these armed militias, but they, they, they are a, a minute minority. If we, we've got these two gangs called the Terribles and the Bad Boys that's been fighting at each other for, say, the past five months. But if you if you really do a census on them, you'll see that on both sides, there are not more than 50 youth that form these gangs. Mm. But between the 100 of them, they've got a community of over 5,000 under siege. So we want, and this message came across clearly tonight from some of the input from the communities, how can we tolerate, uh, you know, such a small minority creating so much havoc and fear on, 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 on an entire community? Mm. I'm also thinking, uh, working with with the schools and and sort of getting programs in 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 the school school system as part of of that day and introducing these ideas of of creating trust within the police sector or or a safe community would also be an avenue uh, the community can to look into. Most definitely, we've got the safer schools program. Um, police uh, has some interventions, and I think one of the things that we have also we have these these searches of high schools, which is a negative in- intervention. You actually, the police standing there treating school children going into school as criminals, mm. looking for weapons and drugs and so on, which is necessary. But that first experience of, of, of say, a young child, of a policeman, is always negative. It's not something that both trust. So these are all um, realities that need to be looked at. So instead of the first experience being one of, 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 of a negative experience and of fear, if that first experience is one of, of an intervention where the policeman is actually guiding, explaining some le- uh, legal requirements, teaching, being part of the teaching uh, in experience, the, the learning experience for young people. So schools plays an important role. Um, and this is some of the projects that we as the CPF and the, and, and the police are, have been running at schools. But it's not enough. It, and it only we can only do so much. So a lot more needs to be done. But it can't. It can only be done if more community members come to the fore and join 
join us and actually take an hand and say, okay, we can do this, we can. And we had tonight input from many uh, of the community members that have specialized skills that are willing to come to the fore, but they need to channel that energy through a, a structure that that can uh, accommodate them so that they can come and become part of the solution. Mm. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing with us and, and um, chatting to us tonight. Best of luck with the work uh, going forward in the community. Um, Imran uh, Mukadam from Elsie's River Community Policing Forum.